What is going on, Southwest ISD? This is Brandon Medina. I am here with my man, Peter Wagner, your athletic director. This is Scoreboard. We are back for another year. Good, sir. How are we doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I had a great summer. How about you? Yeah, we had, we both had a great summer. Very busy summer. Summer that, that, uh, that isn't really in our vocabulary for a fun, easy word. Yeah. Touche. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like it's just hot. Yeah, it's just hot. <laughs> just That's all it is. Yeah, it's hot. just part of the weather. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely enjoyed it, man. Really happy to be back to this. This is the first episode of Scoreboard. Thank you for uh, everybody who listened last year. Um, I just did a pop-up, actually, at Traders Village, and I had three people stop by that was asking about when Scoreboard was going to be coming back. Nice. And I was like, wow. I was like, so we have for all sure three, three li- listeners. All three listeners. Like, for sure three of them. the same place at the same time. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. Um, and so now that we're back, we're really happy. Please go follow us all over social media at the, S- uh, at the ISD, and then also follow Athletics all over social media as well. You can get this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Play, everywhere you can find podcasts. We want to make sure we're highlighting all of our great students and faculty members. And with that, let's get into some athletics, sir. So we have uh, tennis and volleyball. So, so this year we want to really try to um, each week really recognize and uh, yep. spotlight some kids other than, you know, the the usual suspects like Anthony Zapata every week and everybody else. So, yep. um, so we want to spotlight some of them. And so went out and we have two sports right now that are already that already started so the school year starts on August 21st but in athletics it starts on July 31st so we got volleyball going they've competed and we got team tennis in fact right after this going out to legacy and and uh, Southwest because the uh, team tennis kids are playing uh, I think Southwest is playing Holmes and and the Titans are, are taking on the uh, the Raiders from Taft nice. um, this morning so we're gonna go out and watch them so on that subject, we got a couple of kids that we want to recognize from our tennis programs. Um, Coach Coach Arceo wanted to recognize and, and told me about Roy Cruz. Roy Cruz is our number one boy this year. He is a hardworking, energetic, gritty player who plays multiple sports, and this is from Coach Arceo. He's also on the basketball team and an A honor roll student. He's nice. also a warrior. So Roy was a regional alternate last year in boys' doubles and hopes to extend our playoff streak to Four years in a row this fall in team tennis. He is constantly pushing his teammates to work harder and motivate them during matches. Roy is a vocal leader who will continue to work to be the best he can beyond the court and off the court. And so we look forward to seeing how he how he does. And that's from that's from Coach Arceo. That's awesome. Yeah, he's and I watched Roy in a basketball tournament over the summer and he has a heck of a jump shot too. And everything, so uh, pretty proud of. Pretty, nice. un- unlike you, sir. Like, yeah, has, come on now, listen. He has a great. Jump I think shot, I was. Uh, I was. Oh, I mean, you know, six inches taller, and you know, D one status is probably right around the corner. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? D one and like all, it, uh, all it, Miller's Pond or Texas what? Tech meat judging, sir. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, in, in in legacy, we got a uh, coach. Coach uh, Gomez sent. Sent me uh, Dante Cortez. Nice. Dante is also a, a, a Titan warrior. Dante won like there. a ton of awards last Dante year. Dante I, I remember that name. Ton. Yes, yeah. he was all over the place in both sing in both uh, spring tennis and and in fall tennis. Nice. Um, so Dante's pa- this what this from Coach uh, Coach Gomez. Dante's passion for the game is quite amazing. He strives to improve his game daily, eager to learn and challenge his teammates to always improve their game. He won. He won his first singles match and doubles match this past Tuesday. And like I said, they're playing today too. Over the summer, he placed third in singles at an Uvalde UTR 16U boys tournament and first in the boys doubles. His work ethic is outstanding. He understands the game and is willing to put 
to put the work in in the to improve his game. We are excited to see what he achieves this with this team this season and in, in our spring season in 2024. Nice. Dante is a true Titan warrior. He demonstrates the values every day. So we're pretty excited about about Dante. I'll say this, uh the Titan the Titan team is is gonna be I think this is gonna be the year that they make their their first playoff run in team tennis. They're, That's awesome. They're strong from the boys are very strong. They got about ten that are really good up and down and their girls are pretty strong too. Wow. Coming in. So when in team tennis they they compete together, right? You know, so uh, you act like you know. You well, I mean, like te- team team feels but, like that kind yeah, of self-explanatory. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? So like, the boys and the girls actually play to play together like that, right? And in the and, team, uh, on the team, right? For yes, team tennis, for team tennis. Gotcha. Just want to make sure on a, on a team they're together, <laughs> you come, like right. a co-ed sport. Hundred percent. So anyway, I think I feel like they're gonna make. A, <laughs> you're killing me, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna make the playoffs this no. year and talking to Coach Gomez and then. You know the the dragons are strong still. Yeah. Um. The boys are really strong. They're looking for one more girl that that can really put them over the top. But yeah. um. Once they get there, we might have two teams in team tennis making the playoffs this well, year. Well, and you talked last year about the younger generation coming up for legacy that this mm-hmm. uh they're going to be taking over kind of the sophomore and juniors because I know even legacy football we were talking about was run by a lot of sophomore and juniors and yeah. so the leadership style I think uh they just have so much room to grow and then I know. Uh, next week, also previewing, we will be talking with uh, Fabian Ramos, having him on the podcast as far as uh, some audio clips as well as two players yep. from Southwest High School. So we're going to be doing that too this year, trying to include yep. more interviews and audio clips of some of our student athletes uh, just to get a little bit about what's going on in their head. We should definitely get Dante. I remember, I mean, there's a lot of players we talk about in this podcast. I went to that uh, legacy um banquet and i remember just being blown away because i was like this kid can't sit down like he yeah. was just yeah. award after just, award just, after just award here, Chief. yeah it was nuts so i yep. definitely want to uh recognize some of our warriors as well some of our top guys uh in that warrior program and females too i mean they're all over the place i think legacy had a crazy amount of number yep. of hours that they were giving yep. to the community and i think that uh one one last thing and moving on the volleyball is that you know about four years ago, three or four years ago, before Coach Gomez came in, we had about four or five tennis players in the in the Titan tennis program. We're, we're up to almost fifty right now. Wow. We got. We're, I mean, we're working on a full JV schedule. You know, Dr. Ball talks about we really want to up our participation numbers even more than what they were because that's what helps. That's what brings kids to school. That's like the best. Uh, that's the best intervention program there is. Yep. And uh, kudos to coach to Coach Gomez for. I mean, the numbers are are pretty staggering, and the success I think is on its way, and stuff. So, so good for him. You ready for some volleyball? I am. Let's do. It. Let's talk volleyball. All right, volleyball. First of all, got both both teams got their got their first wins on Tuesday. Okay. So the Titans uh, pretty much crushed uh, Fox Tech. Um, I think they got into the double digits barely on the third game. Oh wow. Points. Um, and then the Dragons beat uh, beat Edison in three sets as oh, well. Nice, so. Nice. So we're off and we're off and running. Um, obviously, um, uh, the Titans have a new head coach and mm-hmm. Annalise Cardenas, and so we're excited about her and uh, what she's bringing. And so uh, I'm going to get started with the Titans. Sound good? Let's go. So this is from Coach Cardenas about their Player of the Week. Uh, this week's Player of the Week for the Legacy Titan volleyball team is number four outside hitter Johanna Jackson. Joe is is a leader on and off the court, leads by example, and demonstrates the Titan values each day. A selfless teammate and great kid to coach. We are looking forward to watching her grow during her junior season and go Titans. Nice. 
Now, this one is uh, somebody we talked a lot about already and probably on and we'll talk more about over the course of the season. Um, this week's Player of the Week from Coach Cortez is uh, Dragon Volleyball's junior number five. So we've got two juniors on here right now. Uh, junior number five, Addison Bartlett. Addison is a three-year letterman and two-year starter for the Dragons wow. in our in our first outing against uh, Edison. She was a forced at the net, leading the team with 14 kills. Addie also tallied three aces, one block, and three digs. This, season, this week, Addison was also put on the San Antonio Express News 2023 watch list. We are looking forward to a great season from Addison and all and all the Dragon Volleyball. That's incredible. Like yep. you said, two juniors also. Again, we just talked about I might about be wrong. Time. Is Addison a junior or a senior? She is a junior, right? I thought so, but then the way she said it, I was like, whoa, three years left. I was like, how'd that happen? <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, you look at that, two two juniors. We just talked about uh, a young squad over at Legacy in general for their athletics. Mm-hmm. Southwest is very similar. How do you think that's kind of changed over time, uh, Coach, when it comes to just kind of uh, the younger generation being put into leadership roles pretty quickly on in this newer generation of, of Southwest ISD athletics? You mean like coaches or kids? Well, I think both. I mean, coaches, I feel like have so, gotten younger too, and it's it's more relatable I, as well. So I think they're on two sides of that coin then. So the first thing is is I think that we're starting to finally see a lot of what's been built in the grassroots area of volleyball with CYDI, the Can You Dig It stuff. Right. The, we had a great TOTS program through CYDI in, in, in May. We had like 300 and something kids from third to fifth grade playing volleyball and stuff, girls, um, being coached by other kids and by high school kids and parents. And so that's starting to come up, and you're going to see that at Legacy. You'll see that at, at, um, at Southwest. So building a system, right, and, and getting them to do that with parents and everybody and as we've talked about trying to do that across the board in all of our sports, but um, they're a really good model for that, and I think we're going to see some of that. When it comes to you know, um, coaching and the younger generation starting to come up, is, you know, Coach, Coach Cardenas is, is young, and um, you know, Coach Cortez came in, and, and she was young, and, and um, a lot of that has to do with just the, the way things go in, in the world, right? Right. And stuff like that. But um, I think that we're doing a lot of things to try to continue to build that and to, to uh, bring on more more women, and we're going to talk about that today. And um, and pretty excited about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know we have two very special guests for the first episode of the podcast. Uh, Coach Wagner, go ahead and let's do some introductions, sir. So, so last year when Dr. Ball came on, she, uh, she was – she she looked at how we do things and things like that, and we were very excited that uh, that that she supported us and and she wanted to bring on a new a new position at each of our campuses. And so when in our discussions with her, she was very supportive of us in bringing on two girls coordinators. So nice. we have a so the girls coordinator is like is like Coach Franco and Coach Bruce. They're they're like they're ones for the boys, ones for the girls. Now they're equal. They they take care of each. They work as a team, um, as to to take care of our our programs. And I think even just in the first month, we've seen so much um, progress and and so many things that when those guys are coaching football and everything, then they can't get to all of these other things that fall through the cracks. Or we're trying to see that that we don't we're not able to support like as much as we would like, like to, to right. in from cross country to volleyball to even you know. Both both of them were at tennis with us um, the last couple of days and things like that. So um, we're really excited to have 
at Legacy, Coach uh, Jennifer Bocanegra. She'll be our uh, she will be our girls coordinator, but also our head softball coach at Legacy. That's awesome. And then um, and then at Southwest we have Lisa Amares. Um, she'll be our head cross country coach and head girls track coach at Southwest High School, along with our, as being our coordinator. And so really excited to have them kind of turn it over, and they can kind of talk about our girls' programs and, and things like that. So Sure, yeah. We'll start with Coach Boca Negra. How are we doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. How, how, uh, how excited are you for the opportunity? What have you kind of seen throughout uh, at, here at, at, at Southwest Legacy? No, it's great. The camaraderie of our coaching staff is amazing. Um, the kids are great. They've come out all summer uh, to strength and conditioning, and it's been a great opportunity to meet a lot of those kids. Um, but like Coach Wagner said, our tennis program – and our volleyball program off to a great start. We're excited to see what our football team is going to uh, look like on Friday for our scrimmage. And so it's super exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so what, do you, what are kind of your personal goals, coaches, as far as the softball team goes for this year? I know um, young squad as well. What do you kind of think is a realistic expectation, your goals kind of personally as a coach? Well, that's a tough question. Um, it's so early on to know uh, what we're going to look like right now because we're so young. Like you said, we – are definitely looking to work on our pitching department and our hitting and, and get back in there. You know, I always tell everybody, as a coach, I have three goals. Um, our first one is to have sensible pitching. Our second one is to have great defense. And then our last one is to have timely hitting. You know, not necessarily about hitting all year, all game long, but have that timely hitting when you have runners in scoring position and being able to score them. I mean, that's, a, that's my goal as a coach. Um, and then it's my goal to turn around and make sure that our kids understand that vision of it and just put it out there on the on the field. Awesome, awesome. I love it. I love it. And so, how's it kind of helped you, uh, Wagner, as far as kind of navigating things and making sure everything's kind of taken care of? Is I'm sure you have a little bit more peace of mind with two two great folks on board to help out with more athletics. These, these two are amazing. Um, you know, coach coach comes from Edison. She was the girls' coordinator at nice. Edison. Um, when it comes to softball, uh, we were we they battled with Legacy and Southwest. Um, Couple of I, I know that we had a great game at Jordanton when Legacy won their first uh, playoff game. That was a great game. I know that um, the I ain't gonna lie to you as a as a softball dad. We played we played Edison in the uh, Southwest tournament and we're and those girls were they were pretty good that year and and they uh, and they beat us and we we're like what the heck just happened here and stuff. You ask my daughter like what's the one thing that uh, that you remember? He's like I remember losing to Edison and stuff like that. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, Coach Bocanegra is a, an amazing softball coach. But, you know, if you, as you get to know her, she's a, a more amazing leader. Um, a lot of the ideas she's bringing, the camaraderie to um, helping Coach Bruce and I really bring that whole coaching staff together as a team of transformational leaders. She's, she's been phenomenal at this point. Like I said, got to really give a lot of credit to Dr. Ball for allowing us to have to, to, to bring that together. Gotcha. And everything. So really excited to have her. Absolutely. And I know Coach, is it Almaraz? Almaraz. Yes, Coach Almaraz. Uh, when it comes to, to you guys in Southwest, you and I just saw each other not too long ago. We just did a highlight on cross country, and we were all there sweating together in the morning. Uh, kind of how exciting is this opportunity for you to kind of take over that a newer look to athletics as well? I'm really excited. Um, it's a whole different world here at Southwest from the campuses I've been at before. Everything's so spread out. So I'm really excited with what I'm being challenged with. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm coming into a program, a girls program that is established, just needs more 
tweaking it to make it a better successful program. Right. Uh, the girl staff, they've been very welcoming. Uh, they listen to what ideas. I listen to them. They've told me their goals, what they want, what they expect, and I've given them my goals of what I want, what I expect out of them. So, you know, the school year hasn't started, uh, but once the school year starts, it's going to be even better. Um, we talk. We listen to each other. Just the other day, you know, I, w I traveled to all games. I went to the volleyball game at right. Edison, and, you know, some of the coaches showed up, and just sitting there listening to them was just, like, great. You know, we're we're becoming family little by little. That's awesome. That's wonderful to hear. And I know you said numbers have also grown a little bit over the course of uh, the last time we saw each other. Yes. Last week when you were out there, um, I only had 12 kids. It was kind of, okay, okay we're going to work on this, and that's one of my biggest challenges, and I'm that type of person that loves a challenge I'm going to take on whatever I can um and I told myself I'm going to go find more kids so from last week I was at 12 so today I'm at 24 awesome. boys and girls so I'm really excited um we had our first parent meeting last night for cross country and it was a hit you know and some of the kids had said you know well parent meeting like we have to go it's like yes we got to go <laughs> and I did a kind of pizza with parents so they loved it you know kind of parents are like you're feeding us like yeah I'm gonna feed y'all yeah. so we talked about goals we talked about dragon warriors we talked about booster club trying to get the parents involved the kids involved parents involved with as much as we can that's awesome well we'll start with start with a little bit with you coach Abbas, and then the culture actor feel free to jump in but what are kind of your, uh, the excitement about uh, surrounding some of the women's athletics here at Southwest uh, High School? What are you kind of hearing? What are you most excited to kind of jump into when it comes to this new position? Um, I know, like, coming in, I knew the volleyball program was really strong. I know the softball program was really strong. Basketball, you know, they're there. They're going. They're working. Um, but just having... I've told the coaches and, you know, getting to know some of the kids. I don't know them all. I came into the Southwest from another district. I don't know them. So they've seen me at volleyball. They see me at volleyball practice. They see me at tennis practice. You know, I'm out at football practice, you know, and I don't belong there, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to have to get to right, know these, right. these kids and um, going to volleyball games, scrimmages. I've told the coaches, you're going to see me. I'm going to be your biggest supporter. I'm going to be in your corner. We're, I'm going to take care of you. You know, we're going to we're going to follow steps into where we're all going to be successful. We want Southwest to be a very, very successful athletic program. I love it. I love it. And coach, you, you know, Lisa comes to us from Seguin. Uh, when when oh, nice. we went up nice. to uh, watch Anthony at the state track meet last year, she had a she had a relay team in the in the four by one. I think it was. Four by one. And the, they're they were phenomenal. And she took that program over and and really rebuilt it. And everything, and then uh, when she was in Alice, she was an assistant athletic director in Alice, and uh, with Coach, um, with I can't with Coach uh, started with Chris Sosa, and yeah, then Justin and then Evans. and then Justin Evans, mm -hmm. but but it was Coach. Remind me, he's at he's at R UT RGV oh, right now. Coach Bush, yeah, Coach Bush, um, Travis Bush, who's the head. He was the head coach at Canyon. He was at Seguin, mm -hmm. took her to Seguin, but he's now the head coach at UT RGV. Wow, the new uh, the new college program. He's the one that. He actually called Coach Franklin, and I was like, "We just, I just saw this position. You need to hire this lady and stuff like that." And we're like, "Okay, okay, Travis. So let's see." And uh, and so she was an assistant athletic director at at, um, at Alice as well. While at Alice, the thing that really caught my eye was um, as we talk about like C CYDI, but with track as well, um, she built an entire youth track program of about 250 kids wow. in the summer. And uh, and worked through that and, and did those things along with all of the the girls' athletic stuff. So we're yeah. really excited to to have her 
on board and and the things that she's gonna that, that she can help us with um moving forward yeah it sounds really exciting coach Alvarez. we're really happy to have you on board welcome to the team welcome to southwest uh Thank we, you. Thank brandon you. says he wants to come out and do a, a, a workout with That's, you oh, come uh, on. we can do it i you know what but, but he's gonna I'm say so that busy. but he's not actually so, gonna show up he still I'm owes so busy, he still buddy. owes a he still owes a kid a race in the pool and he hadn't even done a cannonball you know what, yet brandon we're gonna prove him wrong you're That's gonna right. come out and we're gonna show him we're i will say this it and he's gonna see it i will say this coach uh this man Right here, mm-hmm. right. Peter Wagner yes. clocked me at four nine when I ran my fifty. <laughs> no, and that's not my fault. That right? was a, this it was man a clocked 20. me. It was like a he twenty clocked, yard dash. I don't. I wasn't controlling the He's, clock. All I know is I'm basically an NFL scout kind of combine talent. Hey, so. we're we're always we're trying to coach right. your inner coach so you have confidence. <laughs> that's right. That's we're right. It obviously it works. That's right. That's right. We'll no. make it happen. We're gonna prove him wrong. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Well, good luck. Whatever. I mean, let's. We'll keep the conversation going. But Coach Bocanega, I want to kind of turn over to you as well. What are you kind of seeing and hearing from Southwest Legacy Athletics, and what are you most excited about for kind of the the challenges and the excitement uh, for the year ahead? I think it's the same everywhere where uh, we talked about at both campuses is just building that camaraderie among, amongst the staff together. Um, they do a great job already, actually, and I think that's part of the opposite of Southwest is that we're all in the same building area. Oh, yeah. And so it helps. Um, you know, we see coaches every day, and they, you know, everyone comes in, been very friendly to come in and say hi every morning or good morning, you know, those kind of type things, bye on the way out. Um, and it's just amazing that that we are so close in our in our environment. So it's a little different, but I love it. I really love it. Yeah, absolutely. I know, you know, you have, uh, there's so much nice, beautiful, new, shiny toys over there, Legacy 2 with the stadiums and all that good stuff. And uh, how has that kind of helped make it easy for to even get students interested because there is so many cool, new, up-and-coming things going on at Legacy and at Southwest as well. But what are you seeing with student involvement this summer going into this year? Honestly, it's great. Um, you're right shiny toys everywhere uh if we could do a tour and show a little bit about what the the campus looks like i think in itself it'll bring kids into our our environment because it's amazing i mean the weight room's nice the facilities are nice the gyms are nice uh it's a luxury i'm not gonna lie coming from um a you know a couple campuses that i've been at that don't have those luxuries it's amazing yeah and and getting better you've got turf coming in yep. we got Video boards will be here by January 2024. We'll have turf, video boards, all that kind of stuff. I feel like that's a huge thing we forgot to announce. Yeah, for, we're, we're getting <laughs> video boards. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> when you come to the game, don't be surprised. Not if, yet. Let's yeah. not get everybody's hopes up right away. But what, they should be in by about January. Okay, and then where are we starting with those? Is that going to be? So we'll, the, the first ones that will go in will be most likely in the gyms. Okay. So we'll have two in, one that's in awesome. each gym. And then we'll do the for soccer. So we'll get the gyms going, trying to get it up as fast as possible for the teams that are in season right yeah so we're gonna try to get the gyms in and then we'll put one at the complex at southwest for soccer and then we'll do legacy for their soccer season and then we'll get in uh baseball and softball and then we'll finish it up with dragon stadium yeah yeah well mr wagner i know with uh with you had a busy summer as well right like everybody so with that what did you kind of see over the summer and what are kind of your expectations as athletic director for this uh this fall you know i i think the biggest thing is as you as i reflect is is these two is that the amount of um support for our coaches our kids um being able to do those things we got some new things going on with the warrior program a little bit with some technology that i think will really um grow it some more hopefully um, and then, you know, 
last year there we had a pretty good year. I mean, at Southwest High School, I think every everybody finished in the top four minus one team sport. Yep. Um, you know, and at Legacy we had we had some some good. We had made the playoffs in football and basketball and soccer. You know, those types of things. And so I think it's going to get better. Um, I think that uh, you know, as something we haven't talked about coming up this week, we talked about cross country. We talked a little bit about cross country. Obviously, we have two of the best, two or three of the best uh, runners in yeah, in the yeah. state rolling around every day at, at Legacy High School and stuff like that. And then uh, in cross country, talked about tennis, talked about volleyball, but Titans got a uh, Titans got football tomorrow afternoon. Um, so if you want to come out and work on uh, work on your sweat and stuff like that by just sitting there and not having <laughs> to do anything, yep. I mean, um, you can come out and watch. Uh, the Titans take on Vets Memorial from Judson um, in the first scrimmage at Titan Stadium. Um, you got water polo going on all on this weekend. Yep. Uh, first games. The I'll tell you that just like last year, we didn't miss a beat. The Legacy and Southwest scrimmage on Monday, and uh, the the girls, the Legacy girls beat beat Southwest, and then the uh, the boys, the Southwest boys scored with less than a minute left to win six five in that scrimmage. So it's going to be something else in the fire and armor and water polo. And then you obviously got dragon football. I haven't read this first time. I haven't read Dave Campbell's yet, but um, oh, I just read it the other day. But I, where are they? I don't know where they're picked and so, stuff like that, but uh, I believe Carlos found it at Barnes and Noble. Yeah. He had to, he had to go running. Carlos goes to Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't. But he was like, I need to find this man. And so he went and found it. I think at Barnes and Noble. And I was like, man, you really hustled your way to go find that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they're picked, but I would say um, both teams. I would I would think are going to be um, in the hunt for the playoffs. I Absolutely. think um, you know, in talking to Coach Franco, we got a, the Dragons have a young offensive line, um, but if they get that going, their their skill position players are probably as talented top to bottom as we were a long time ago. Yeah, um, and so uh, as we've been in a long time. Yeah, and at Southwest and then at Legacy, you know, you got Fabian's back at quarterback. You got a good offensive line. I was watching Talented them practice man. yesterday. They're about ten deep. That they're big and they can they can get physical. Well, and I and, and I think uh, what, I think what's fun, man, is is I go to Legacy and Delarosa works with the offensive yeah. line, right? He was a fellow offensive lineman mm-hmm. with me, so talking with him, even he was like, "Dude, these guys are." Really, really talented. Mm-hmm. We interviewed Fabian Ramos for yeah. Beyond the Arches, so that'll be yeah. coming out as well. And then we'll yeah. have him on the podcast. And they got a young running back. The Ross they, yeah. running back is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like he's probably like one of those seventh round fantasy picks. Like, uh, yeah, that just got drafted. You know what I mean? Like league the, winner. Uh, you know what like, I mean? Like Jameer Gibbs nice. type, type thing. I like you know that. What I, mean? I like um, that. I don't know if he's the same running style, but he looks pretty physical. That's awesome stuff. So I'm, I'm excited about that. So. uh we also yeah. went to go talk to Southwest yesterday, me and the media team, and um, Coach Franco said the, exactly what you're saying. He was like, at the skill position, we are extremely deep. And you just got to be able to protect long enough to get them the ball. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, with that, we're going to talk to uh, a few – we'll have a few audio clips from that interview as well with uh, Tristan Denny and Vincent Frederick, and those guys were super fun, and they yep. they really, really gave great answers. And so, I mean, I think what I noticed as well is this year almost um, – compared to last year, I mean, last year was good as well, but this year – a lot of the players we're talking to, whether it be cross country, whether it be uh, football, we'll be talking to softball here soon, basketball, all that good stuff. 
they almost seem like PR ready, if that makes sense. Like they almost seem like ready to take Don't on. You have to be there. Uh, yeah, I mean, 100%. every day you're building your brand in 2023. I'm like, holy moly. And that's what I'm saying. It almost feels like, uh, like over the past decade or so, like athlete interviews have become more viral and viral where you're seeing what a good interview looks like and you're constantly being coached on that without an actual coach having to tell you. Yep. And it's like the answers we're getting are so different than some of the answers so I expected. I remember we were uh, we were 3-0 and in like that 2014, 2015. I don't remember when Lorenzo and Caesar and them. So, so we used to make Lorenzo do all the interviews when the yeah. Express News would come or the TV because we're like, I don't know about. And then one day they were like, no, we need to see Caesar Serrano. And Trader Hanson and I looked at each other like, I don't know, that's a good idea. <laughs> and so Caesar goes up there and we're like, we had to like coach him up. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Nowadays they're like, they know exactly what to do on their because you gotta you gotta be you gotta do it right for your Twitter following, your Instagram yep. and whatever the heck else is going on out there now. Man, Caesar Serrano. I just saw Caesar at uh Kalahari Resort over the summer. What? Yeah, I ran into him. I was taking my daughter, and he was with his kids, and I was like, hey, what's going on, man? And last, we ran into each other. Last last uh, actual Texas Sports Writers Association first team uh, All-State. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, man, the last time I saw you, I was on the ground looking up at you, brother. How are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> craziness the, but he's the whole reason i played stout team quarterback that's for a right we yeah. didn't have any more jv quarterbacks i was like good god but uh we're excited for this season man any other final words from you, know, you coaches coach alvarez coach Bocanegra, anything you guys want to put out to there i just want to say that um it's been a great opportunity to work with coach bruce he's doing an amazing job so i'm yep. excited for him in the football i know we've been talking about football um but i've seen those coaches out there working hard like you said um, each of them out there doing their job in this heat, extreme heat. Yeah, I mean it's amazing, and those kids are just you know busting their tail a little bit to get out there and do yeah. what they need to do and stay hydrated. So it's it's going to be a challenging year because of the heat, I think. Um, but man, Coach Bruce is doing a great job in his staff, so I'm excited for them. Um, but I do want to say that social media has been a big thing for us, so we're trying to promote that as much as we can. Yeah, um, we we definitely have our um, Southwest Legacy Athletics Facebook page, and then we have an Instagram going. So. Um, and our Twitter pages for all for all our sports teams. So if you get a chance to follow, you know, we, I recommend everyone follow that. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Coach Adams, what what, what 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 about you? What do you want to put out there to the? First off, I want to say thank you for having me today, having both uh, yeah, Coach yeah, Bocanegra and I. Um, I'm really excited about our upcoming seasons. Um, volleyball kicking off, tennis kicking off. Uh, as JB was saying, the heat takes a big toll uh watching football out there watching tennis out there mm -hmm. you know we're having to adjust schedules to accommodate with the heat um yesterday was really really hot i mentioned to you yeah. earlier the humidity on monday morning was at 91 percent. so it does play a big factor but kudos to the coaches like as jb said the football coaches being out there the tennis coaches being out in the heat um and our trainers the are trainers. doing a great job which we actually and, did. And our, and our water polo, man. It's hot in that polo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those uh, coaches are amazing out there. So, actually, speaking of the training program, we're actually going to be putting out another video as well. So, we highlighted both football programs and both training programs as well. Um, and, yeah, I was like, man. I was I went over there to the Legacy, too, and we, we were there doing little cheesy outros and mm -hmm. jumping on ellipticals and doing whatever. But it was a, it was a fun nah, time. Nah, nah, you know not cheese. Me. Never, nah. never me. But, uh well, I wanted to ask you this, a final question for you guys. What we don't see from the listener perspective, from the viewer perspective of the community, parents, all that stuff, 
Talk to me a little bit about the competition, right? The 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 not I wouldn't say rivalry, but just you know the competition of Legacy and Southwest. Do you guys still kind of play with each other, mess with each other a little bit about hey, we're coming for you this season, or what, what does that look like on the coaches side? Well, this year we've been calling it healthy competition. All there our we meetings we're having, we're calling it healthy competition. I mean, we're competing on social media, we're competing everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm excited. Like I said. I think our coaching staff is super excited um, because they feel like we're just young everywhere and we're, you know, coming in with new coaching plans to try to see we can what we can do to compete and make sure that that's going to be a good game. And, and, you know, anytime we play against each other, I don't think uh, wins and losses matter. And that factor, it's a little different because you're playing against, you know, your rival. And so wins, wins and loss never matter. You know, it's, it's going to be a hard, hard-nosed game no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As JB was saying, the healthy competition, um, this is the first district that I've worked at with a multiple schools. Oh, gotcha. I've always been in a single horse town. So it's different for me coming into that. Um, so I'm learning it as I go. I can hear it. But as she said, it's a healthy competition. So it's always a challenge. And, you know, JB and I rely a lot on each other, but it's always like, hey, bring it on. We're yeah. going to do it. Let's, yeah. What do you got? We're going to do it better. I love it. I love it. And I think that's a great segue into the last thing that we're really talking to our parents about that we're focusing on is sportsmanship. Yep. Um, especially not just our kids and coaches, but but in the stands. And so instead, I'm not going to get into consequences and everything, but you know, um, we're gonna we're gonna go with you know keep it keep it positive, Southwest. Yep. You know, stay positive, Southwest in the stands. But I've told I've been at at all of our team sport parent meetings where I've talked about this, where the the simple rules of is if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. We're struggling to find coaches, and we're struggling even harder to find officials. And we that is something that's in our circle of control, is how we treat somebody else and be kind and things like that. They're just as human as everybody else. And your ticket does not buy you the opportunity to be like you're on Twitter and just say your opinion out loud. Um, we need to be there to support our coaches, support our kids more than anything else. And then those officials... Those officials are human too, and they have Absolutely. families as well, you know. And so um, we need to be, we need to create a culture of of inclusivity, of of belonging, and then something that's positive where our kids can focus on learning the lessons that athletics teaches them, and that's what we're going to focus on. So stay positive, Southwest is what you're going to hear a lot of. All right, sounds good. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to this first episode of Scoreboard. We are very much excited for the new year for Coach Boca Negra, Coach Almaraz, and, of course, our boy Peter Wagner. This was Scoreboard, and as always, we are Southwest. Southwest.